listening in. Welcome back to Centurion Leadership Italian Podcast with Justin Mazzaro. I'm your host today, Justin Mazzaro. Again, Elena's still out uh, with having a baby, so um, congrats to her. It's a very healthy boy, and they're very happy, so we wish her best to Elena and, and look forward to her coming back and leading the show. Again, these are solo episodes, so the Q&A was more about uh, Elena and I being together on the podcast and sort of being able to begin those conversations um, together and develop her um, as a leader as well as develop my skills by answering the questions as a leader. Um, as discussed previously in the last Pillars of Leadership, uh, Pillars of Leadership podcast, um, I'm trying to do things a little bit different. I'm trying to bring the energy down a little bit. I'm trying to talk a little more about what's important um, because I myself have changed as a leader, one, as a result of this podcast and as discussed as a result of the things that have gone on um, at Food Service Partners that I've witnessed as a leader, again, mostly by coming in um, and driving a box truck into work and things that I've done wrong as a leader um, and things that I need to fix as a leader. So today we're going to talk about experience. Uh, Again, this is the Pillars of Leadership series. So today we're going to talk about experience. All the Pillars of Leadership start with an E. I try to keep it easy. They're all E-based. But this one is experience, and it's not only about experience in leadership, but it's experience in the area in which we want to lead. And so one of the important things I think that when we gain experience in life, and we're, we're really good mechanical engineers, and we're really good um, teachers and chefs and, and all of those things, well, teachers is, is something we could take on with us to the next life, if, if that is the case. Um, but what is it that we can take on into a, a next life? What is something that we would take on into a next life within this life? What is it that we take into retirement? Okay, leadership is a skill that no matter what position you are in a company, no matter what position you are in life, no matter what age you are, you can develop leadership and gain experience in it. So I think that that's pretty important. I think from the standpoint of gaining experience, we can gain experience what we want to be good at. We should gain experience in something that's everlasting in legacy building. And we should just gain experience in being leaders. So, you know, if you're a soccer player, you're going to be a soccer player. But you can't be a soccer player even if a pro the rest of your life. You're going to end up having to be a coach maybe or a sports commentator or work for a sports company. Those are the kind of things. But you've got to develop those skills, concentrate on what you're good at, make a brand. But you've also got to consider... What are the other skills I'm developing at the same time? We often get caught up. Yes, we need to hyper-focus, concentrate, be really good at things. But we can be really good at a few things. You can be really good at being part of a family. You can be really good at building a legacy. And you can be really good at leadership. So what does that mean for us as individuals? You know, what are we going to do with this information? So I think part of it is... If you're struggling or you're in a business or you're trying to find your way somewhere, you need to go back to the basics, right? We need to go back to the basics as humans. So if I'm in food and I'm Justin and things go wrong, you know, what are the jobs that I can get even as an entrepreneur that I, you know, that are in food that can help me rebuild? What experience can I go get that I can use my existing experience, my existing education, my existing skill set? And what I want to do in the future to go do something. Okay, if it's in food, but it's also in leadership, what does that look like? How do I do both? How do I go rebuild something if that's what I had to do? 
And if you're in an existing company, how do you, in an existing position, how do you grow in that position? How can you add more value to the company? Because that's what it's about. And it's not about selfish value. It's not about, oh, if I become more value, the company's more valuable. No, if I make the whole more valuable, I become more valuable. Even no matter how much education I get, it's important for leadership. But my experience tells me that when I care about everyone in the organization, the organization does better. Okay, and that's a hard thing because experience also tells me that if you're going to care for everyone and you're a business and you're trying to be profitable, not everyone makes it. And that's unfortunate. And when people don't like the organization they work for, they should leave the organization, not sabotage it. That's what experience tells me. Experience tells me that when people stay too long or they become disgruntled or entitled, they actually don't leave the companies. They cause damage. You can't learn that in education. You can't see when it happens in a human. You can only experience it. People can tell you about it, but when you have a long time and you have a lot of experience in business, you can start to tell when these things are happening. Okay, you can start to tell when people say they're doing their job or they cause problems or confrontation. But it's really because they're hiding that they're not doing their job. Okay, And so experience also tells me that even as me, that in organizations, you need more education. Okay, You need to be training your people all the time. And you always hear about how entrepreneurs and things don't need a college education. That's not important. It's it. I agree with them, but what are they surrounding themselves with? Do they have college educations, MBAs, law degrees, CPAs? So yes and no. Experience tells me yes, you can make it, and anyone can become an entrepreneur and a business person. But you still got to surround yourself with the people that have degrees or have information or know how to manage or build or scale in a formal setting, possibly. Can you gain from experience? Yes. What experience tells me is that both matter. Both education, whether you're getting it formally or doing checking out a library all the time, has to couple with experience to be a good leader. You know, we have we talk about exposure next time and what it means to be exposed to the world, different religions, different food, different races, different ethnicities, different animals, different plants, different worlds. And what that means for leadership on a global scale and how we should be. But today, experience is about experienced leaders make impact and have influence. You can tell when someone doesn't have influence. I always can tell when someone doesn't have enough experience because they start to leverage their education or their skill. If they don't have enough exposure, they leverage their education or this is what the book says or this is what it says. But it's not about that in business. Experience tells you that it's about not only about what's written and what's known, but it's about what's unknown and feeling out the unknown as you sail forward. Experience is about growing and becoming a new business constantly if you're a leader and you're in business and you're an entrepreneur. And experience is telling me, you know, when... What I'm seeing is that in the world, especially, is when we don't like the change, we're willing to tear down things as humans. Tear them to the ground. We don't build bigger buildings ourselves, but instead we tear down other people's buildings. So experiences in humans is 90% of humans do that. 
experience will tell you that more humans tear people down, especially in work, especially in entrepreneur, especially in the leadership world, because it's easier to tear them down. Can I educate you on that by telling you right now? Yes. But until you experience it and start seeing it for yourself and how fast it, it multiplies and how fast when people are entitled and people which we'll talk about in later podcasts, or they do start sabotaging unintentionally by not doing work, experience will tell you that then those employees actually do further damage and they start taking down the employees that are are actually doing good work. And even if they were a good employee once, once this environment starts, this having experience in business will tell you that this is a very dangerous slope you go down culturally. So it's things like that, that it's how to avoid the bad things. Experience is about the failures. You have to fail to gain experience. You have to be willing to fail to gain experience. You have to be willing to go into the unknown to gain experience. It's scary. Working on a project right now, Food Service Partners, trying to bring DoorDash into our kitchens and ghost kitchens to help bring in revenue. It's a good idea. I recommend anyone out there in food business that they figure out how to ghost kitchen their business. But it's, it's so different and it's not normal that everyone is, you know, don't have experience in food service partners. And so everyone freaks out, whether it's Primal Rock or, or Grown Strong or FSP or Better With Bacon Fat Projects. It doesn't matter. Every time there's somebody new, people freak out and they attack when they're scared and they get aggressive when they're scared and they go after people because it's easier to attack them than to grow. It's easier to go after, stay right where I am and attack other people than grow. And that's what experience tells me. So part of the reason of doing this podcast was to share my experiences with everyone. And over the last year of doing this Centurion Leadership Podcast, my experiences have been very emotional, very un unable to have equanimity and experience wasn't leading what was leading was fear what was leading in an organization was trying to figure out how to survive what happened in the world and even though there were leaders within an organization to go through something sometimes as a whole culturally we don't want to hurt people during bad times and we don't want to let them go, but they don't adjust and they don't come out of bad times the same way they went in. And experience tells us that sometimes we have to let people go so they can grow outside an organization because we want humans to grow. And experience tells me that if you grow humans and you do a good job at it, you'll be successful. But once your organization stops growing humans and there's bullies, and there's negativity and people would want nothing but to tear down the, the people in it, the leaders, the workers, doesn't matter. Sorry, team members, not workers. Everyone, the business will not do well. There is nothing that can tell you that. Experience will tell you what good times are. Experience will tell you what the bad times are. Between 9-11, the financial crisis, and now um, COVID, FSP has been through it all. Um, various other businesses have, we've had subsidiaries we've gone through it these times tackle business especially when you're not doing things well 
That comes from experience. I can say that because it happened to me. I can say it because life doesn't... If you don't prepare your entire organization and everyone in your organization isn't prepared to hit the gas during the hard times, I will tell you from experience that it's only a matter of time before one of the hard times is going to take you out or take out one of your businesses or make it really hard for you to go into the future, which is happening right now. For us, how do you, when you're attacked internationally on a global food market, when your contracts are always in question, when you can't get logistics right for your business because the logistics chain has gone to hell or it's all gone to COVID and your farm and food supplies are few and far between because we stopped producing a lot of stuff and now we turned it over to international production and agriculture in the United States. Experience tells me I can feel that we're in trouble. There's going to be a lot of businesses and food that are going to go out of business. A lot. That's not good for the United States. And even though we're constantly creating more entrepreneurs, are we actually creating food production companies? Are we actually pre creating more farmers to produce food for Americans? If you're in the United States, or are you producing food in Europe or in South America, or is it all being produced somewhere else right now, guys? An experience also tells me and should tell everyone that, yes, beef, chicken, cat, I mean, beef, chicken, turkey, pork are very important animals in the human diet, but it's time to expand and it's time to staple out products that are more continental and can be marketed that way. In the United States, it's duck, it's alligator, it's bison, and it's elk. Those are things. If we want to throw deer on that list, sure. Should we eat deer and make it part of our diet? I agree we should. Can we make other animals? Yes, but I'll tell you the top four right now should be elk, bison, alligator, duck. High protein, good fats, good match with the vegetables that, that we need to bring in and diversify. But an experience tells me we need more options and we need to utilize more of the animals. Why is that telling me that? Because a population is growing and when populations grow, you don't want to keep feeding them more bread and crackers more rice, more starches. You want to feed them fats that help grow the human mind or else you're going to have a large population that isn't developing and growing the mind. Okay, so why is experience important in leadership and in business and in food in this case? Because it takes a lifetime to learn anything. And if you're not constantly seeking out these new experiences and these new things or trying new foods, which is getting new experiences or coaching, trying new experiences or being coached by someone, these are all gaining experiences and new things that are important to be a leader. It's important to do these things because we grow as a human. And one of the other things that I will share with everyone that I've experienced um, since April as we move into July here is experience will tell you that a lot of people say a lot of things but only do about 10 to 20 percent of them if they're comfortable in their situation if they're comfortable in their marriage if they're comfortable at their business if they're comfortable in their community or if they're comfortable at church humans lay off the gas and they start to take advantage and take the easy road and we call it oh we're working smarter not e not not harder. And while experience says that's great, you still can't outwork harder. 
Okay, you can be smarter, you can do things smarter, okay? But if you're smarter and harder, it's still better than smarter. And at the end of the day, a person who's smarter is going to keep jumping around while a harder person's going to try to get something done. One may be better than the other, one may be shorter than the other, but in the long run, you probably want smarter and harder. That's what experience tells me. You want someone with a good work ethic that has intellect. And by smarter, I mean the ability to change their own mind. They're constantly educating themselves. They're constantly getting experience. They're constantly changing their environment. And like I said, they're constantly exposing themselves, which is the next p pillar of leadership as we go through the summer. I appreciate you guys, and I love you guys, and I appreciate everyone who's listening in. And really, just so everyone knows, Elena and I... Um, do this for free we we volunteer our time the money is not raised or from revenue uh, for this or just in the food entrepreneurs or scavengeology for that matter or any of the podcasts right now because we're trying to give something away because we've been given so much in food and um we're also trying to grow businesses and have people become more aware of what we do um, in our businesses, particularly what we do as food production companies or what's going on in fast food and the shortage of employees. Experience tells me that we've ruined the culture and food service and we've made it so it's looked down upon. And we made it so the jobs aren't glorious. And the individuals that are managers and supervisors and franchises in the food service, they don't have the proper leadership skills. The problem is, is we're not teaching managers and supervisors in fast food anymore these essential human development, human leadership, human growth skills that are necessary to be good leaders, to not treat people like crap, to not be bullies, to not take advantage of it, to handle customers properly, to have proper customer service, essential skills that is necessary in food service. And there are restaurants and some food service chains that are doing it. It's not the ones everyone thinks that are popular right now. I will tell you from experience, being a fad or having good marketing and having a lot of people like your brand, yes, it makes money. That's good. Nothing wrong there. I agree that they're good. They're just not the best and they're going to have troubles later on once the popularity tampers off. Because when you're producing certain things or you're in the business that you're in, there's always someone who's better that's out there. And experience tells me this, is that in food service, these a lot of these businesses and these chains were around so long and there's so many options to go from restaurant to restaurant to restaurant that we don't see any need to develop the humans. So it's a very much a positional power situation. And I can tell you that at food service partners in my own experience, that people get positional power in food because of that short time span people are normally in food and when you have loyalty and loyalty members when you're in food like at food service partners and they're around for a long and you don't make that switch from positional power to earned power or a respected power or whatever and you sort of keep control and information's got to do a certain way and everything's rigid experience tells you me this positional power erodes a company it leads to bullying it leads to entitlement. It leads to sexism. It leads to sexual misconduct. You cannot do that in your businesses. And you want to gain experience 
from the businesses that do it right and you want to know gain experiences in the businesses that do it wrong as a leader because you want to be able to see both and one of the things that as we've been working on and a project that i've been working on personally in my own free time on weekends here and there is is one of these projects it's how do we get the bullying the the group mobbing the 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 entitlement that goes on particularly in food service right now out or in all of our businesses because this is supposed to be a broad leadership but i focus on food how do we get out of there and how do we real establish that food service is a place to gain skill and customer service and loyalty and long-term growth because it is because if anyone notices that's where the blue ocean strategy is right now if you want to start off somewhere coming out of college go be a manager at a fast food restaurant you're going to rise up in that fast food chain all the way to the top of corporate pretty fast but you're going to have to earn and put in the work and not just use positional power that's what experience will tell you find the opportunities that's where luck happens when you're prepared you go where the opportunities are and people think you're lucky, but you just chase the blue oceans. You chase the experiences that would gain you leadership experience as fast as possible and grow you in a chain as fast as possible because that's where the blue ocean is. Everyone rushed for gold. How many people got rich off a of gold rush in the United States in 1849? Hence the 49ers. Really? How many people actually got rich off the gold rush? That's what business like. There's a few people that will make it, and they're the really good ones, but they already were there. They were the pioneers. You're no longer a pioneer if you're following them into it. You will make less money. Can you build a business that actually disrupts an area or is better? Like, would I go into a fast food business with a concept that potentially we might work on one day? Yeah, of course, because I know the business. I have the experience. I understand what's going in there. I'm willing to take the risk. But it's a blue ocean where I'm going. It may look like it's not, but I'm going to a blue ocean where no other fast food is. I'm telling you. That's what I'm talking about. And experience will tell you that the best opportunities are not where everyone else is going. And even right now, everyone is going through plant-based protein. Everyone is going there. Yet we're going there also, and I can't figure it out. But I'm telling you that the blue ocean is not plant-based protein. Can plant-based proteins supplement our diets? Sure it can, but I just told you about where the blue ocean is in terms of four animals we need to capitalize as our diet. French fries and duck fat is the best thing ever. It's better with bacon fat, obviously, but duck fat rules, guys. And duck meat is very good, especially when it's roasted. And alligator meat is high in protein and lean as chicken. And so beef is higher in pro and bison is higher in protein than beef less fat leaner same with elk maybe it's gamey but you're getting a delivery system we need to expand the way we get minerals and vitamins into our bodies experience will tell you that too if you eat as diverse as i'm talking about and as we do your body adjusts. You naturally can eat more food but stay healthier because you have diversity of nutrients and vitamins and so you eat to gain them and you get into the diversity. So gain experience in eating different things. Try different ethnic food. Gain experience, guys. I mean it. Thank you guys for listening in again. I appreciate all you guys and I appreciate your patience 
as Elena's um, out and I'm trying to work through this and producing a podcast since I hadn't really done one in two years, just recording them. So thank you guys. I love you. Um, get pumped up. I know I'm trying to be calmer, not as emotional. I'm trying to give you guys the message uh, so you can hear it clearly. But what I really want you guys to do is go kick ass in your leadership skills today and go be developed um, as a leader. Allow someone to spend the time with you or find the someone to spend time with you. That's what experience does. Find the person to help you gain it. Thanks, guys. Enjoy. Enjoy.